Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited that you are with me this week. We have an incredible guest on and you are gonna be so encouraged by hearing her story and just listening to what the Lord is doing and has done in her life. Ginger Volo is with us today. I know most of you maybe recognize her as Ginger Duggar, um, but Ginger Volo is who she is now. And uh, we are so honored to have you with us this week, Ginger. Thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy schedule and busy day to sit and chat with me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, yeah, this is fun. Um, Before we get into our conversation, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. No parent should homeschool alone. You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward His creation. And BJU Press exists to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to connect with an experienced homeschool consultant. Well, Ginger, I am so thrilled to have you with me and truly honored. Um, you know, obviously, as as millions of others, I watched you grow up on TV, which was really fun. And just to see your family and just to see you go from a little girl to who you are today. And I just finished reading your book. It's called Becoming Free Indeed. And I love the subtitle. It's my story of detangling faith from fear. And Mm -hmm. uh, some of my listeners might know this about me. I actually rarely finish a book uh, from cover to cover. (laughs) I do a lot, but there are oftentimes books that I'm like, you know, I just am not loving this book. And so I put it down and I don't finish it because I don't have time to do that. Uh, but this is a book that I listened to the audio, and it was so fun to get to hear your voice telling your story through the book. And so thank you for your heart behind this book. Uh, talk to us about the book a little bit. Um, you know, it, it, you talk so much about how your relationship with the Lord has changed. Mm-hmm. Why did you write this book? What was the purpose of writing it? And tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so I really had a heart for writing this book, and that is because of my own journey. So I grew up in a setting that was based more on man-made rules. My parents did teach me the gospel of Jesus. They told me that salvation was not by works. They taught me the foundational truths of the Bible that I would hold on to and I still do to this day. And I am so grateful for that. And um, at the same time, we got wrapped up in some teaching where there was a teacher, Bill Gothard, who taught a lot of things that were outside of the Bible. He would focus on... um, outward stuff that we should follow to gain favor with God and to keep that favor with Him. And those things were very damaging. As I got older, I started to have a wrong view of God, not thinking, okay, God is a God of justice and grace. There was was so much focus on my performance to gain me favor with God. And so I think that that was a downfall I saw. And I saw it um, even beyond what I grew up in. I saw other people who were struggling with the same things and were very confused about um, seeing God as a loving Heavenly Father and being able to come to Him in, as a Christian, um, the, the beautiful gift of the union with Christ that we have as a believer that was missing from a lot of this teaching. So um, I just wanted to be able to write this book and share how I've been um, disentangling truth from error on my way to finding freedom in Jesus. I love it. You pour through Scripture in this book, and I love that because it's not just here's what one man said, my eyes were now opened, and here's now what I think about these things. It's not just your opinion. You really took the Bible and you you studied Scripture, and it was almost as if the scales fell from your eyes. You know, I talk a lot that, about mm-hmm. that 
um, that happened to my husband and I with homeschooling where, you know, Mm. we had a different idea, a different view of homeschooling, what we thought it was. And then the Lord just opened our eyes and we got to see like, wow, this isn't at all what we thought it was. Mm. And so we had to learn to discern truth from lies. How did you go through that transformation of looking at what you had grown up to believe and learning how to discern what truth really was? Mm. You know, it was interesting because I had held to the teachings of the Bible. I had never questioned the Bible. I thought, okay, I know that the Bible is the Word of God. But these teachings were so foundational in my life that I almost confused them with the Word of God. So I would look at Bill Gothard and say, you know, I would never say that there was a teacher who claimed to have an element of truth like um, outside of Scripture that I would hold to and think that they were a prophet from God. But I did that with Bill Gothard because it was so foundational in my life. I kind of just um, brushed that over as like, well, he's just a special person from God um, to teach me these things. And I would, I heard many people say, oh, we'd be handicapped if we didn't have Bill Gothard to tell us what we should do. So I really looked at these teachings as that. And that's why I think initially I just um, would say that his words were almost on level with the word of God. Um, In my mind, they were that way at least. And so it wasn't until I began to see um, a couple other people came around, my brother-in-law, Ben, his family went to a different church where they would um, actually take the word of God in its context, reading it Um, they would have expositional preaching, which is going verse by verse through the Bible and saying, okay, what was the context? What was the Bible saying? What were they saying at this time? Who was this written to? And those things started to like challenge my view of how I actually read the Bible as a whole, as opposed to like picking out a verse here and there. Then when I started to do that, um, it was interesting because my now husband, Jeremy came on the scene and he was a huge help for me to like understand, okay, he has a different view of how he reads the Word of God as well. But not only that, he really had a genuine relationship with Jesus mm-hmm. where he was so committed to loving God, knowing God, but it wasn't based on all of these outward things. And his his life also was not falling apart, which is something I thought would eventually happen if you were not following Bill Gothard's teaching. So Bill Gothard would say, like, if you follow my rules, my seven basic life principles, your life will be a success. And if you don't, then your life will be one disaster after another. So I would look at others' lives and say, it's just a matter of time before your life is going to start to fall apart. And then mm-hmm. I would kind of watch for that. But with Jeremy, there was a commitment there to the Word of God, to knowing God. And I was, I felt like, okay, there's safety there. In, in that relationship with Jesus and commitment to the Word of God, aside from even these teachings. So that kind of um, sent me on a journey of like seeing, okay, what does God's Word actually say? And what do these teachings actually say? So Jeremy and I went through 60 plus hours of Bill Gothard's teaching, trying to see, okay, what, what do these teachings say? Um, and we were just going to the Bible, going to the Word of God and examining and seeing, okay, what does Bill Gothard say? And we would pause the the video every like 30 seconds and there would be something crazy he said. Um, and that actually was very freeing for me because when you open up the Word of God um, and you're, you're like the Bereans who would examine to see if these things were true, that were taught to them, they then you can see like the Word of God is true. Okay, this man's teaching is off. It's way off. He told someone before you come to Jesus, you need to do my three steps. And don't bring Jesus into this mess. Like those things just don't add up. And so there's a freedom found in knowing the word of God. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing and providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Ginger. Um, It's so interesting that you talk about having to follow all of these rules, and I think that Oftentimes as Christians, we we judge others, right? We want to say, well, if you're not doing it my way, you must be wrong. How as Christians do we keep now now obviously we have to use biblical authority, right? We have to know what truth is. But how do we keep from judging uh, it was so interesting in reading your book that you would look at someone, you know, a woman wearing pants and think, "Oh, you know, you'd feel sorry for her." And talk about that for a little bit cuz I just thought that's so interesting. And I, I now want to walk around sometimes wondering, like, how many people feel sorry for me because I'm wearing pants right now? Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a huge part of your childhood was really, and not a heart of judgment where you wanted to, but more where you felt sorry mm-hmm. for people because they weren't doing it your way. Um, talk about kind of that transformation in your heart where you went from realizing, oh, just because another woman's wearing pants does not mean that she's destined for hell. Mm-hmm based on God's truth, how, how was that transformation in your life? It was interesting because I do remember whenever I was so heavy into those teachings, I would look at everyone else around me and say, okay, I know why your kids are rebelling. It's because you're not following mm-hmm. all these principles. And if only you knew, it was like my heart would just break for them because right. I was like, if only they knew these seven basic principles, then your life is guaranteed success. So Bill Gothard was very Mm. comfortable saying, okay, your life will be a perfect success if you follow all these principles to a T. But Mm. if you mess up at one point here or there, like even for his followers, you would become so introspective and saying, what did I do wrong? Which point did I violate? But I would Mm. look at others and say like, okay, women who are wearing pants, that it's sad because if only they knew they were supposed to wear skirts, then this extra blessing would be on their life. And so I wanted that for them. And I remember when a friend of mine started wearing jeans, I remember seeing her and I was like, I was just shook up by that. I was like, that's so sad. I'm so sad that she not only like knew these teachings, but she knew these teachings and departed from them because Bill Gothard would say, if you knew my teachings and you departed from them, it would have been better for you not to hear these teachings, these principles, than to hear them and to depart from them. Like you're gonna have a greater judgment. So I kind of almost was scared for her. Um, And it's interesting though, how often within the body of Christ, we can do that. We can look at someone and judge them for something that the scripture is silent on, or maybe it's a secondary issue where we can quickly fall into this this view of like pride thinking, okay, I have all the answers. I know exactly what God's word says. When there's there are things where God's word is very clear about like 
what is actually sin. Um, but there are also things where it's like a gray area where it's like, okay, I need to seek the Lord on this and um, see if it is sin for me. Maybe it's sinful for me. Maybe it's something where I, my conscience is not, um, I'm not able to do that, but at the same time, somebody else can. And that's, that's where I would very, I did not think there were any black and white, I, I mean, any gray areas in the Bible. Sure. So I thought everything was black and white. And I knew all the answers because of these prescribed teachings from Bill Gothard. Yeah. Yeah. And you talk so much about how you were always in fear of losing favor with God, basically. Mm -hmm. Like if you didn't do the things that he had set before, that Bill Gothard had set before you, you were going to basically lose your salvation. I mean, you were going to truly lose favor with God, or like you said, something horrible was going to happen to you. And I cannot imagine the fear that you grew up feeling of, oh my goodness, if I make one wrong move, it's all going to fall apart. And I, I appreciate that you talk about, you know, you could err on either side of either legalism mm -hmm. or progressivism. I mean, there are so many different ways you can go. And so how do we teach our kids? You know, you grew up, what, one of the things I thought that was so interesting is that you grew up reading the Bible. Mm -hmm. You were super dedicated to the Word of God. Your parents taught you the Word of God, yet you still fell into this trap of thinking that if you didn't follow Bill Gothard's rules, that you were going to lose favor. How do we teach our kids to discern what is true? Because obviously it's, you know, we tell them, read, read the Bible and we read it with them. We study God's word with mm -hmm. them. That's our responsibility as parents is to point them to Jesus. But how can we help our kids to really discern truth from lies as they're growing up and studying the word of God? Mm. Man, that is something that I, it's interesting because I think whenever, yes, I was reading the Bible, I, I would get in the word, um, and as a believer, once I was saved at the age of 14, my desire was to know God. And I think whenever there's somebody that you're following and you think, okay, this person really is a godly person. And so I just want to follow what they say instead of like examining it. Like, I think it all comes mm -hmm. to, comes down to like, um, reading the word of God in context, having a good understanding of what scripture says. Cause otherwise any, you can make the Bible say whatever you want it to say. So right. even as you're reading the Bible, you can pick out a verse and say, okay, this is what this means because I want it to say this. Like any teacher can do that to you and can twist the word of God to make it say right. whatever they want it to. But whenever you're reading it in context, you realize, okay, when was this written? Who was this written to? Those types of things start to f inform your mind whenever you're reading the word of God to say, okay, this was for, you know, this, this people at this time. And so you can see that, um, like the flow of scripture and what, mm -hmm. what it was there for. Um, but also at the same time, I think with any teacher that we're listening to, um, we have to have like an open Bible and just see, okay, is what they're saying true? Is it really based in the Bible? Because I feel like that's what was missing from my, um, my understanding of what God's word actually said was like opening the Bible and seeing, okay, Bill Gothard is saying this. Does right. this line up with scripture? Like whenever he's saying that, you know, we, we shouldn't wear sleeveless shirts. Like, okay, well, at what point does the God's word talk about that? We're supposed to be modest. Modesty is an issue of the heart. You see sure. that all throughout scripture. And so, yes, I want to be modest, but, but what does that mean? Does that mean I can't wear pants? Cause don't wear anything that pertains to a man, but what about t-shirts? What about hats? Like, uh, where does it stop? So it's, it's, um, being silent where scripture is silent, speaking where scripture speaks. I feel like that's something that um, it's so easy to want to just have these black and white rules lined out for everyone. So that way we can all look the same. 
and we can have there it feels safe to be in that environment so i think sure. whenever i first saw that these teachings weren't based in the bible it was hard for me because it was a fearful scary thing to say okay now i'm coming to the word of god to say what does god's word actually say and let that be enough yeah. i don't need to trust in bill gothard i need to trust in jesus and so it was hard and it was scary because i started to say okay now like when i have kids i'm going to have to think through everything again and trust in jesus to keep them not trust in Bill Gothard or these principles as um, a solution or a fix-all or a promise guarantee for my life. Yeah, yeah. So what is your your study of God's Word now? How does that look different from what it looked like with you as a child when you were younger, before mm-hmm. you started to open your eyes to all of the truth of God's Word? What is How is your Bible study different now? I think that there is such a sweetness there because it's, I want to see the character of who God is. And I see that God, there's a bigger view of God than there was before. Instead of like this me, me focused everything, like going into this text today to like find this perfect thing for me. That does happen. Like there are beautiful things that God uses and he'll like, the Psalms are so encouraging because I feel like I can relate to so much of those, the ups and downs of like the raw emotion that's there is so sweet. And so um, it's also comforting just to see um, how God uses such weak vessels. Like all of those things are sweet, but when you see the work of God um, through the whole of scripture, it Mm. really um, is a sweet thing. And then to realize the union with Christ that I do have as a believer Um, and where God's not looking at me, like I'm just waiting to smite you at any turn. If you accidentally mess up or make the wrong decision, it's not like all on me to like, figure all this out. Like if I make yeah. this slight wrong decision, God's just going to kill me because I messed up. Like I didn't yeah. figure out his will for me. So it's been a sweet thing coming to know who God is and what his character and nature is in the word of God, as opposed to maybe what Bill Gothard had taught me, yeah. what God was actually like. Yeah. Yeah. I love seeing the relationship between you and your husband, Jeremy, and how God has really placed him in your life as your shepherd and to help disciple you into truth. Talk a little bit about your relationship with Jeremy and how the Lord has used him. You talked about, of course, you know, that you guys watched the 60-hour video from Bill Gothard, um, but through your marriage and your relationship with him, how has Jeremy been instrumental in your life in helping you to come to the point that you are? And obviously, you're still growing in the Lord as we all are and as we all always will be. but I mean, he truly, I, I love that the Lord brought him into your life. So talk about, about him a little bit. Yeah, it's such a sweet gift. I think it, going through this journey of really disentangling a lot of um, error from truth in my life, it's been tough because um, a lot of those things that were so foundational in your life, like it comes back to your mind whenever mm-hmm. you know you had a rough day or you've sinned and just reminding, he's so good at reminding me of, um, the word of God in those moments where it's like the the lies of um, what I was taught before starts to come back in. And he's like, well, remember scripture, remember what God's word actually says. So that's been a huge comfort and support. And also just for our kids, I think it's so good for them because they've been able to see like, okay, we have this, we have this foundation. So Felicity was asking me all these questions yesterday about mommy, I know that God's with me And God's with me if I'm lost. God's with me if I'm, you know, here and there. Like just the sweetness of the relationship that we have with Jesus is something that I think was missing. And it was such a fear-based thing where I felt like God's out to get me if I don't do this instead of God's with me as a loving Heavenly Father. 
Um, and that's something that I've seen Jerry's really been so sweet and, um, reminding me of those truths when I'm prone to fear, when I'm prone to worry. And that's been such a gift. And even just his knowledge of the word of God, um, was what I was first attracted to in him. And that's only continued throughout our marriage just to like say, okay, he, he is committed to the word of God. So I, there's a safety there and there's a joy just and growing to love Jesus all the more together. I love that. I love that. That's incredible. We are out of time, but we're going to come back on Wednesday and finish this conversation. Ginger, thank you so much for being with us. Her book is called Becoming Free Indeed. I cannot more highly recommend this book, you guys. It's so good. Ginger just pours her heart out. And again, it's just full of scripture. I mean, it's not Ginger's opinion. It's the Word of God in here. And and I love that you back up everything with scripture. So thank you so much for your heart behind this. Where can people find out more about you, Ginger? Yes, um, it's at gingerandjeremy.com. And you can find out more information about us there or on Instagram at gingervolo. Okay, sounds great. We'll put those links in the show notes so you guys can easily find them. Ginger, thank you for being with us today. We'll see you back here on Wednesday. And if you guys have not yet watched the movie Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution, go to our website, schoolhouserocked.com, or you can stream it for free at schoolhouserockedmovie.com. Have a great day. We'll see you back here then. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.